Welcome to the Eddie Hyatt Podcast. I'm your host and teacher, Eddie Hyatt, and we are going to be continuing our examination of Paul's letter to the Church of Ephesus, known as usually called the, the Book of Ephesians, one of the 27 books of the New Testament, and what, what an incredible letter packed with so much powerful truths for, for the church today, for the church of the first century. And and just as needful and just as powerful for the church today, I dare say that the truths in this letter are are hardly barely known by most Christians today. But but there is life changing truths in this letter that we are digging into, and I trust it's going to have a powerful um, impact upon your transforming impact upon your life. Now, today we're going to begin reading at verse 11 in Ephesians chapter 2. And Paul says, Therefore, remember that you, once Gentiles in the flesh, now remember, uh, Ephesus, there, there was a Jewish community there, but Ephesus was a, a Gentile city. It was a part, one of the major cities of the Roman Empire. Uh, it is still there today in present-day Turkey. So it was a part of Asia Minor. Uh, it's still there today in, in, in Turkey. So it very much a Gentile city. It was a pagan city when Paul went there. And so, of course, Jews, they, they separated themselves from Gentiles. A Jew would not have intimate table share meals uh, with a Gentile, because uh, the Gentiles were considered unclean, and so this is this is the point he's making here. So he says, therefore, remember that you, once Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision by that which is called the circumcision, made in the flesh by hands, that at that time you were without Christ. By the way, every time you see the word Christ, you can substitute Messiah because uh, the Greek word Christ is from, I'm sorry, the English word Christ is from the Greek word Christos, and it was the Greek counterpart to the Hebrew Messiah. And of course, the Messiah was the, the God-appointed ruler and king of Israel whose kingdom would be an eternal kingdom and spread over all the earth. This was the Messiah the Jews were looking for. Now, they were expecting him to come immediately as a charismatic uh, warrior king like David and drive out the Romans and set up a political kingdom. Well, there was a deeper need than that. Uh, there was a need to drive out Satan and demons and to deal with, with, with God's kingdom in the spiritual realm. First of all, that was, that was the, the biggest need. And so uh, the first generation of, of Jesus, those who first heard Jesus, they had a hard time accepting his, uh, him as the Messiah because he did not meet their expectations. So, but at that time, you were without Messiah. You were without Christ. Being aliens, as Gentiles, you were aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. Now, that is the state 
of all people outside of Christ, having no hope and without God in the world. Oh, they may, they may have appear that they're having fun and that they have hope, but really they, they have no hope of eternal life. They have no hope after death. They are without God because that there is only one way to God. John 14, 6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And so the state of fallen humanity is without hope and without God in the world. But now these people had put their faith in Christ. So Paul says in verse 13, but now in Christ Jesus, literally, but now in Messiah Jesus, you who were once far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. At one time, you were aliens. You were separated. Let's look at verse 12 again. You were separated. You were aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, having no hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. What's he mean? He means you, you have now been made a part God's household. And uh, I, I was looking, yeah, uh, yeah. look at verse 19. It goes right along with, with, with 13. I know they're separate. He says, now therefore you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of God's household. So God has brought you Gentiles who've put your faith in Christ. He has made you a part of his family. You're part of his household people now that you rub shoulders with. He says he has made you fellow citizens with the saints. Your people that you rub shoulders now with are the likes of Moses and Elijah, Isaiah, Jeremiah. These are your people now that with whom you rub shoulders with that you identify with. What an incredible thing he has done for us. And then in verse 14, but I feel like we need to, to quote verse 13 again. But now, but now things have changed. You pagan Ephesians, you worshipers of the mother goddess Diana. You can go back and read about this in Acts 19. Acts 19 uh, gives an account of Paul's ministry in that pagan occultic city of Ephesus. But now things have changed. In Christ Jesus, you who were once far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace. He himself, talking about Jesus, he himself is our peace. Who has made both one, he's talking about both Jew and Gentile. Those were the two great divisions of humanity for Paul was Jew and Gentile. It was in the natural and impossible chasm between Jew and Gentile. Incredible separation. He says, but he himself is our peace. Now, this word peace here, it's not referring to the kind of peace we think of as this, that nice, warm, 
fuzzy, tranquil feeling inside. Now, this is the kind of peace when two opposing parties or nations, they lay down their hostilities. In modern times, when nations have, when a war has ended and, and they have signed peace treaties, our Native American friends, they would refer to it as bearing the hatchet. <laughs> as the old song says, ain't going to study war no more. He himself is our peace. He is the point where we come together as one in Jesus Christ. And I'll tell you, there will never be peace in the Middle East. There will never be peace among the nations until Jesus Christ is truly Messiah, Lord, and King over all the earth. Because humanity will only find peace, reconciliation, able to get along in Christ Jesus. For he himself is our peace, who has made both one. Talking about the Jew and Gentile, who has made both one. And if he can bring together Jew and Gentile, he can bring together any diverse people groups. For he himself is our peace who has made both one and has broken down the middle wall of separation. There was a, he's alluding to the Jewish temple. Uh, and there was a, 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 a middle wall that kept Gentiles away from a certain area closer to the tabernacle. Gentiles could only go so far. Jews could go further. And then there was another area where only the priests could go, the Jewish priests, all males. And then inside the Holy of Holies, only the high priest could go, and but only once a year. There was also another wall that was constructed that kept the women at a distance. And um, uh, archaeologists have found uh, a a sign that was on the wall that kept the Gentiles out. It was a warning not to proceed any further on the threat of death. So the, the whole temple area that represented God, there were walls and there was divisions between the races and between the sexes. But here Paul says, for he, for he himself is our peace, who has made both one and has broken down. Wow. In Jesus Christ, those walls of separation have been broken down. And it's, I think it was John Stott, the British scholar, said, Jesus Christ has broken down those dividing walls. How dare we, as the church, build them back? And when I think of that, I just thought of the, the Southern Baptist Convention. They just erected a wall that said women cannot have the title of pastor in any church in our fellowship. And they excommunicated, I think it was about three churches that had a woman on their staff who had the title of pastor. Yes, Jesus has broken down those middle walls. 
of separation. How dare we, as the church, build them back? And I'll comment more on that tomorrow. And this is Eddie Hyatt. This is the Eddie Hyatt Podcast. Check out my website, eddiehyatt.com. There's contact information there. There's also a lot of, there's a bookstore and a lot of great resources that will be a blessing to you. And um, if these episodes are being a blessing to you, I'd love to hear from you. And I look forward to seeing you tomorrow.